You're listening to the Counterculture Mom Show on the Salem Radio Network. Our kids are under fire every day with the media and pop culture persuading them to give up their faith and Christian values. How do we counter these messages? Tune in as former Hollywood actress and pop culture expert Tina Griffin helps you safely navigate today's pop culture chaos. Jesus Christ says in Matthew 25, 41, Depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. Hell was not created for humans, for God's creation. But if we don't turn to the Lord and place our faith in Christ, we are choosing to land up there. Hell is real. We have four men who saw hell and have a lot to say about what they endured on this week's series. We tried finding women who've been to hell and back with no luck. And when my oldest son, Jake, asked me what topic I was doing for this week's program and that our team couldn't find any women who've been to hell and came back to talk about it, this smart aleck told me that's because God felt bad for the guys and decided to give them a second chance. The mind of a 13-year-old. I'm Tina Griffin, and this is the Counterculture Mom Show. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Now I want to preface this series by saying that, yes, this is a wild topic, but I absolutely believe what these following four men saw, either as an out-of-body experience or after they died and came back to life. Why do I address topics relating to people seeing heaven, angels, and Jesus, and those that headed the wrong direction and saw hell? Because I believe in this day and age, many people have watered down the gospel, and even pastors are now saying that hell doesn't exist. I believe Jesus uses all of us in different ways to experience different things for his purposes. And these guests are four prime examples that what is written in the Bible regarding hell and its demons is absolutely true. Now, I wanted to add some scientific backing to this series on hell. I found this on WBIR.com, Channel 10 News here in Knoxville, Tennessee, written by Robin Wilhoyt and John North. When medical students are learning to become doctors, there's little preparation for the possibility that a patient might go through a near-death experience, said Dr. Jeff Johnson, a cardiologist at the University of Tennessee Medical Center. But he doesn't doubt a patient can experience it. He recalls one man specifically who believes he died and then came back to life. His name was Ronald Reagan, not the former president Ronald Reagan. As a young man growing up in East Tennessee, Ronald Reagan lived a rough life, one that included repeated crime, violence, fueled by drugs and alcohol. At the age of 25, a fight almost ended it outside of a liquor store. He says, I hit him and knocked him down, describing his adversary. He broke a bottle, started stabbing me, and in just minutes, I was bleeding to death. For Reagan, the nightmare was just beginning. In the ambulance on the way to the hospital, Reagan could feel his body floating above the gurney, and yet he knew intellectually that his body was still on the gurney. He said it was like he was passing through the open mouth of an active volcano or a burning lake. He saw the faces of people he knew, people who were dead. They told him, Ronnie, don't come here. There's no escape. My body jerked like I'd been electrocuted, he recalled. Now, after he recovered, Reagan repented and dedicated his life to helping save others. He's been sharing his story ever since across multiple cities, states, nations. Today, he's the pastor of Metal Church of God in Blount County, Tennessee. For Reagan, this near-death experience was a gift from God. Charles Swedrock of Tucson, Arizona, is the president of the International Association of Near-Death Studies. It collects near-death stories and research and offers information as a resource. Research shows there are multiple levels of near-death experiences, he said. 
You can read the entire article at WBIR.com and then search near-death experience. So there you have it. It might be hard for us to wrap our brain around the fact that people could actually see hell and come back to talk about it. But for now, I think it's critical that we hear their stories and share these interviews with people who do not know the Lord or believe that hell does not exist. Because most of us, once we die on this earth, do not have a second chance at life. Our eternal destiny is final. Where are you headed? This week's theme of the week is obviously to hell and back, and we've got a hot lineup for you this week. And an interesting fact I want to point out is that Jesus talked more about hell than he did about heaven. I want to make you all aware that this month is Child Abuse Awareness Month. If you know any kids that are currently being abused at all, please reach out to a counselor, a trusted friend, a pastor in your local community. You can also go to childwelfare.gov. You can report child abuse and neglect. There's also a phone number you can call, 1-800-4-A-CHILD. That's 1-800, the number 4-A-CHILD. Call it, report it. Another website I want to make you aware of regarding child abuse and neglect is found at netgrace.org. Their mission is godly response to abuse in the Christian environment. Grace's safeguarding initiative helps her church, school, or any other religious community implement best practices to protect the vulnerable as well as addressing the underlying reasons abuse flourishes. And now for an exciting announcement. I want to give a quick shout out regarding an upcoming birthright conference coming to Nashville, Tennessee on May 7th. Tim Thomas reached out, sent me an email last week. He's the head organizer of this event, and he invited our family to attend, and this is going to be an eye-opener conference. Speakers will be discussing the topics of transhumanism, aliens, UFOs, in the context of Bible prophecy. Now, if you haven't seen our shows addressing UFOs last month, it is a must-watch. We've also talked about transhumanism on our program. This is exactly what is rolling out around the globe. Their primary speaker, Timothy Alberino, will expound on the groundbreaking information he shares in his number one best-selling book entitled Birthright, The Coming Post-Human Apocalypse and the Usurpation of Adam's Dominion on Planet Earth. Other speakers include from Steve Bannon's War Room, the premier expert on all these related to transhumanism, journalist Joe Allen. Additionally, they will have self-made billionaire mogul Gary Haven, as well as radio star and current candidate for Illinois governor, Mankow Mueller. What a lineup. Their mission is to help people, especially Christians, begin to understand that the news stories coming out about UFOs and the teachings that are coming out through shows like Ancient Aliens and the efforts to change humans to be something other than human have all been warned about in the Bible and that these things are all part of the cosmic rebellion of Satan and his cohorts who will finally and heroically be dealt with in the end by the only begotten Son of God, Jesus Christ. People need to be warned and be aware of the deceptions and false teachings which are presently being disseminated. There will also be a book signing on May 6th and a VIP event for VIP ticket holders that evening. We're going to be there. I cannot wait. I hope to see you there. Conference will be all day on May 7th with all those speakers and those topics. Tickets can be purchased at birthrightconference.com. Once again, that's May 6th and 7th, 2022 in Nashville, Tennessee, talking about transhumanism, aliens, UFOs, and the Bible. And to help set off the burdens of the Biden economy, we are offering a promo code for $40 off your general admission ticket. Use promo code TINA, T-I-N-A, all caps, TINA, at checkout to get 40 bucks off your ticket. And now it's time for the top trending news of the hour. Now I had to do a double take on this text from a friend last week. 
This is Prince's song called "New World," released in 1996. Check out the lyrics, people. Okay, so let's just focus on these lyrics for two seconds. Prince said in his 1996 song "New World," when the lines blur, every boy and girl, how are we gonna make it in this brave new world? Yeah, the lines are blurred. Almost 30 years later, and now these kids in schools today are being told, "Pick your gender." It's insane. Next phrase: You want to find some isolation, but the tracker you got from vaccination. Wow, and that's exactly what's going on. Everybody keeps playing. You'll never walk alone. No, of course you won't. Not with that tracker in there. Not with Bill Gates and his cohorts knowing every single move we make. For those that got tracked, trust me when I tell you, you don't want to be tracked and traced. And that's exactly what they're trying to roll out here in America, which they already did in China, tracking and tracing the Chinese. And for some more pop culture news, this is a pastor's warning about Disney's Pixar's new film turning red. Is it demonic? Is the key question of the day, people. The movie coming of age story about a 13-year-old girl named Milan who starts magically turning into a giant red panda has one pastor warning about its themes and asking, "Is it demonic?" Mike Signorelli, senior pastor of V1 Church in New York City, recently released a video on social media taking parents through his spiritual concerns over the film. And the reasons he concluded it's simply not a kids' movie. You know, I believe that every parent, not just a pastor, but a parent, has a mandate to actually screen material. You know, because every single device you have in your home、uh, is a portal, either a window into the things of God, or unfortunately, things that I believe are demonic. And so, you know, as a pastor and a parent, I have an elementary school age kid. I was like, you know, this this is a Pixar film. It's obviously going to be watched by millions and millions. Of people, I want to know what I'm exposing my kid to, and within the first eight minutes, I was absolutely appalled. So, so let's talk about those first eight minutes. What was the thing that disturbed you the most at the beginning of the film? Number one, it's a coming of age piece, and so it's essentially about a girl experiencing, you know, her monthly cycle, and then as a result of that, there's all this spiritual connection to, you know, ancestral communication, which is communication with the dead. We know in Hebrews chapter nine, verse twenty-seven, it's appointed once to live and then to die, and we face judgment. And it's strictly forbidden in the Christian context to communicate with the dead. And so, even within the first eight minutes, you have chanting, communication with ancestors, and immediately a red flag should start to go off. But unfortunately, there's millions of parents who are Christians, and they'll they'll not even know that their kids watching it in the other room, let alone even have the red flag to say, "Do I want my kid to be exposed to this as a gateway into maybe future?" Adult,、uh, you know, interactions and beliefs、uh, with something that the Christian faith condemns.
Yeah, and it's and it's interesting because I know I've seen some people react and say, okay, well, you know, a lot of Disney movies, a lot of you know animated movies have these elevated themes, have you know elements of maybe not the occult, but I guess magic or make believe. What do you think sort of makes this film maybe different from some of the other ones out there? What I didn't want to do is become a viral meme of the Christian that's trying to cancel Disney, you know, that overly emotional, radicalized Christian that all of your friends and coworkers can't stand. And I even said in my video, I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this. Uh, I, I have already, um, but there's many more who are thanking me saying, um, my discernment needs to increase. And that was really my hope and prayer. But here's the thing. There's definitely a tipping point. And there is a moment where you're like, they've gone too far. Now, if you extract the spiritual aspect of this movie, just on the basis of the content of being about, you know, menstruation and this coming of age, it's not appropriate for children on that. I'm secularly educated. I have an English degree. I taught journalism and English. I can look at things from a secular perspective. Just on that basis alone, it's not appropriate for children. But again, now when you go past the eight minute mark into the 15 minute mark, there's this whole nightmare sequence. And I'm telling you, it's disturbing to children, whether they're Christians or not, because the whole basis of it is demonic in its presentation. You have like ancestors with glowing red eyes. I showed the footage, uh, which is probably why it got blocked on YouTube. But then you even have spirits, literally these two demonic entities come out of a, a portrait and begin to swirl around. And this girl's being tortured, this child in her sleep. And it's just wildly inappropriate and Again, it should be offensive, but I, I think what happens is we're so desensitized that over time, things that used to be offensive to Christians, unfortunately, I think that we've become accepting of them and we ignore it. And that's really why I felt a burden to put the word out about this movie. One of the lead contributors to Teen Vogue is a practicing open witch, and she actually has an article, it was released two years ago now, about the practical magic behind teenage menstruation blood. And so you see these themes um, in the connection to the occult, to witchcraft. I'm not saying this for shock value. It's just me simply telling parents, this is what your kids are being exposed to, whether you realize it or not. And when you look at Exodus chapter 22, verse 18, Leviticus chapter 20, verse 6, you have a very strict like ban and prohibition on sorcery, witchcraft, and God did not change. Like the new covenant did not eliminate, you know, that, that restriction, that banning of operating and being exposed to these things. Problem occurs is when it, there's this mixing. And right now you see that Christians are reading their Bible, but also reading horoscopes. You see Christians who are, you know, believing God for deliverance and freedom from demons, but also going into and burning sage to cleanse their home. There's this intermingling that's happening. And I think this Pixar Disney situation is just another one of those gateway experiences. The whole climax of this movie, the spoiler alert, is this massive ritual with this pentagram-esque circle that that begins to illuminate and these demon spirits in the form of a panda coming out of them and doing all this stuff. I mean, it, it goes from like, if you were like, oh, I don't think this is demonic. Like if you get to this scene, you're like, okay, there's no denying it. But then beyond that, there's this embracing of, Hey, I, I did all these wrong things, but this is who I am. 
Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, as, as a, a good parent, you just cannot co-sign that message. It's so dangerous. And I want to say one quick thing. You know, it all culminates to this song and there's this band that comes out and it's just like, I was thinking about Daniel when, you know, there was this idol worship and it said that in Babylon, there would be a song that would play. And every day that song would play and it would summon up this ritual of we're all going to bow down before this idol. And Daniel said, I'm fasting. I'm not going to do that. I serve the God of Israel. And it's so crazy to me that today these movies have the songs and it's like trying to get you to bow down to the idolatry of worship of self, because that's essentially the worldview of this movie. And I, and it's funny because so many parents are commenting on my post saying, my kid is watching this thing two to five times a day on repeat. And mm-hmm. so what you're getting is not the song, but the ideology behind the movie. And the song is like the desire. Repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. This stuff is so dangerous. Well, listen, I appreciate you taking the time to break it down. Where can people find out more about you and your ministry? Yeah, you know, for now, <laughs> I'm going to say for now, you can find me on YouTube. Uh, go ahead and subscribe to my channel so you never miss a live stream. I had This guy's my twin. And now for some positive entertainment for your kids. Dan Bremner's new album, Into the Wild, premieres in June, but you can pre-order it now. We need some positive info pumping into our kids' brains, and ours for that matter, too. And the Greatest Inheritance movie is now available on digital and video on demand. It's a clean, funny, and heartwarming story about family. This movie is about estranged siblings returning home to bury their mother and claim their inheritance, only to discover that their deceased mother has hidden the deed to the entire estate somewhere on the property. It stars Mina Suvari, Jaleel White, Cameron Kelly, and more... Ticket, please. Uh, yeah, I'll get it at the next town. You have to have a ticket. I'm having a really bad day, and I, you know how it is. I left the house. I don't have it. Then you have to get off the bus. That's it. That's her. <sighs> Casey Stryker. Hey, Casey, I loved you when I was 10. What are you doing out here? Well, I'm trying to get home. I know. Hi, Emily. Hi, Lance. Hey. It's been a while since I've seen you. Picture? Oh, sure. Oh, that's cute. Okay, that that's enough, ladies. Do some respect. We're on our way to bury your mother. 
I am Mr. Shepard. I'm your mother's attorney. I am also the executor of her will. I want you all to know that your mom was an exceptional woman. And over the past weeks, I've spent a lot of time with her. And she put a lot of time into this. Okay. So are we going to read the will? You have activated the special rule. What does this mean? It means first to find the deed inherits everything. We each get 25%. You have to work together as a family to complete those challenges and get those clues. Maybe she found the key. I like you, Andy. Really? Perfect. Then I'll give you 5%. Okay, you take the first shift tomorrow at 8 a.m. inheritance available on digital and video on demand and if you want to get your hands on more positive entertainment let me tell you something this guide is loaded a bunch of us on our team put this baby together it's a free parent media guide you can get it on our website counterculturemom.com or text the word guide g-u-i-d-e to the number 55444 this guide is loaded with tons of positive entertainment options even books yes books your kids will love to read these books We also have music reviews, movie reviews, entertainment reviews, family-friendly media, even comedians are in this guide. A $1 sign-up from VidAngel for the first month to check it out. They give parental controls on how to filter certain entertainment, TV shows, movies, to take out any sex scenes, drug scenes, and much more. You will love VidAngel. A month trial for only a buck. You can get all of this by getting our free parent media guide by going to counterculturemom.com. And for our theme of the week, to hell and back, we have Bill Wise, Matthew Botsford, and Jeff Coulter, three men whose stories will put chills down your spine. Bill Wise was pulled from his body and saw hell, demons, was thrown against a prison wall in hell, and 23 minutes later returned to his body and now shares around the globe of how hell is absolutely real. Matthew Botsford was shot in the head while in a mass shooting spree. Died, went to hell, saw the torment, and today with his wife Nancy, they share about their salvation as a result of his trip to hell. Jeff Coulter was hit head on while on his way to go fishing, felt Jesus beside him after the crash, still wanted to deny God, and when he was being discharged from the hospital, he felt his soul heading to hell. Darkness surrounded him, demons, and a very sick laughter followed. Him and his wife Susie talk about their horrific details. You definitely want to check out this week's series about hell. Hell is absolutely real. Check out the links from this episode. Watch previous shows by going to our website, counterculturemom.com. If you have a guest or topic you want us to cover on a future episode, or if you want to send us a hat to wear, this one's from My Patriot Supply. Thank you so much, you guys, for this killer hat. Or if you want to jump on as a sponsor, we'd love to have you join forces. Your company will be on multiple audio platforms and several large TV platforms. Just email us at show at counterculturemom.com. 
We are also listener supported. So if you want to help us support this program and shoot more episodes and reach more people with God's truth, you can donate right on our website at counterculturemom.com or text the word donate to the number 55444. Right now, every dollar is doubled and we are a nonprofit. This wraps it up for another episode of Spotlight right here on the Counterculture Mom Show. I'm your host, Tina Griffin, and I'll leave you with this Counterculture Mom Challenge of the Week. Matthew 13, 40 through 43. As the weeds are pulled up and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will weed out his kingdom, everything that causes sin and all who do evil. They will be thrown into the blazing furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their Father. Whoever has ears, let them hear. Let's share Jesus with as many people as possible so more souls head in the right direction when they take their last breath. We're just getting started. More to come with Tina Griffin on the Counterculture Mom Show right here on K-Praise. Parents, we lock our doors and windows to keep bad things out. Yet there are digital doors and windows left wide open that may allow pornography and even predators into our homes right under our noses. Covenant Eyes has accountability software and free educational resources to help foster deeper conversations and raise up strong internet-ready children. Text TINA, T-I-N-A, to 66866 to get your free parent guidebook today.